Do you want to amplify your message in Canterbury? Advertise with This Is Canterbury podcast. Tap into our dedicated local listeners, elevate your brand's presence, and connect with a vibrant community. Interested? Contact Canterbury Community Company on Facebook for more details. So I am just waiting now outside New School in Canterbury. It's very green around here. I feel like I'm very much in the middle of the countryside. Um, and I've arrived at the school, I've uh, pressed the buzzer and I'm waiting to be let in. Hi Bev. Thank you. How are you? I know. How are you? Lovely to see you here. Yeah, it's beautiful. No, I was just saying that I came here a few years ago to touch the car. So I'm in the reception at the moment, I assume, as in the reception and building, as in the, the, the office, the entranceway. Um, and the first thing I'm struck by is, um, I don't know, this is if this is intentional, but it, the colours, yeah. the, everything's very soft and natural and very calming. Absolutely. That's intentional, I assume. Absolutely. Yeah, and you'll notice that we're actually in the office, but also the early years area. Right, so this okay. is also where our kindergarten is. And the colours are very, but yeah, as you say, very intentional. Um, and it's meant to feel like home from home. Yeah, so it does. So very warm and welcoming for for the young ones and all our visitors. It feels like what I imagine a school should feel like, if that makes sense, rather than perhaps what schools actually are, what are some schools are. Quite, this isn't clinical at all. No. This isn't, you know, like, um, it doesn't feel like a hospital. There's no, there's no like, linoleum floors and, and sort of like, white clean surfaces but it's very calming and natural yeah, and yeah. I think we're going to find out a little bit more about what it's all about here but being natural yes. is a big part of what yeah. you do here isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's all about um, children feeling happy and children feeling safe um, and that's, you know, it's just about the community, it's just about them feeling like they're home from home but it's also about them feeling very much in, it's sort of enveloped in a, in a natural world yeah. so we're very lucky that we're... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, surrounded by an organic farm yeah. um, in an area of outstanding natural beauty um, and we want that to come inside as well as being, being what they experience outside. Yeah. So I'm Beth um, and I'm the school lead. We started the school now six and a half years ago already, gosh, um, and I sort of found myself in this role because we, I, wanted my, I went the whole way through this education as my, myself and I moved back from London to bring my child here, and then the old school closed. Um, only, he'd only been there for about six months. Um, and when they told all the children that the school was closing, my son, who was only six at the time, was absolutely adamant that we had to start a new school. He wasn't going to go anywhere else. I've met your son, and I can imagine <laughs> it. I can imagine him demanding that, that this happen. And, yeah. uh, and what was your thoughts yeah. on that? Just well, I didn't have a choice. It was every morning. He got up in the morning, and he was like, have you started? Have you started? Yeah. And I actually, my husband and I thought about it, and we thought, well, gosh, what are we actually trying to teach our child? And we thought, gosh, you know, some of the things that we're trying to think about are if something's important, you fight for it. 
Um, and also, how do you react when you're faced with adversity? You yeah. know, actually, can you, even if something doesn't work, can you at least show that you've given everything you possibly can to it? Yeah. Um, and that was a lesson that we thought was worth showing him. That's wonderful. So, so yeah. you mentioned that you, you went through this education, yeah. this type of education. Tell yeah. me a little bit more about what that is. So, yeah, so I went through I, this school, actually, when it first started 40 years ago, 45 years ago. Um, and, yeah, it... It's a different education from mainstream. And of course, I haven't been through a mainstream education. I went on and did A-levels in another school. Um, but for me, it's normal. So that's, that's my challenge. Um, but it's about being uh, really encouraging children to love education. So do you do a lot of making here with the kids? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the acorns that you've, you've just noticed on here, yeah. are very, uh, they've been foraging for them, so they do a lot of foraging. Yeah. And we're going to be making pizza flour because apparently it adds a lot of stretch to the flour. Right, okay. So they do foraging every one afternoon a week yeah. um, throughout the year. So again, they get that real sense of connection with the changing seasons and with nature. Yeah. Um, and in fact, every afternoon is really about making. Yeah. So also over here, there's herbs. So they've been they have, they grow medicinal herb gardens, right? Um, and then they've been drying those. Um, so again, so that we can use those throughout the winter. Yeah. So they're really connected to nature, to understanding why nature is important. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, how how does all this what I would define as cool stuff like really? <laughs> I mean, I know not everyone would call it cool. I think all yeah. this stuff's really cool. How does it fit in with the uh, what I would again not everyone what I would call the boring stuff like yeah. like the maths and the science and yeah. the English how how do you how do those interact are they seamless or do you have separate lessons or a bit of both so we really want children to apply their learning because if they're applying what they're learning one the teacher can actually see if they've learned it um, yeah. because you see them putting it into practice but it also really deepens the learning because they're um, they're they're learning how to use it in the real world. Uh, so that's really important. So it, generally the way that it works is it will teach it through a lot of stories, through a lot of practical application. Um, but then there's also the sort of more traditional maths lessons that happen as, as you know, where the children sit at the desk yeah. and they actually answer questions and mm -hmm. um, do some worksheets or, you know. Yeah, so there yeah, is yeah. that element to it too. Yeah, um, yeah. But they get both because then also if a child's struggling with something, a maths problem or a different concept within maths, um, if they understand why it's useful, then they're more likely to persist and try and work through, trying to yeah. make it work and yeah, understand yeah, yeah. it. You're, you're growing, are you? I yeah. Mean, you're, you're, yeah. I notice recruitment posts coming out yeah. all the time. So yeah. this, is a, yeah. this is not something which is um, stagnating at no. all. This is, this is, there's an energy here that, and you're building. Yeah, really yeah. exciting. And when the old school closed, they sold the site and we were determined to stay here because we're in this amazing space. We have an amazing theatre with 150-seater theatre um, and beautiful purpose-built buildings that yeah. you know, do sort of represent our, our approach to education. Yeah. Um, and we're now just at the cusp of being able to buy that site back. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a really exciting time for us because that will be quite transformational. Beautiful. Can we have a look around? Yeah, let's go and have a look let's in the go. kindergarten. The building design is really interesting as well, actually. There's this... There's a lot of like um, feature windows and, yeah. and, and things. Were they all here before you? They were. This building was built by the old school. Right. And again, it was an architect who really understood Waldorf um, education. Yeah. Um, so again, it's a lot about um, it feeling very warm. So no square corners again. So it's just about it feeling representing or nature. 
Yeah. So again, you don't see these sort of very square clinical buildings or clinical anything yeah, yeah, yeah. in nature. It's far more rounded. And, so you mentioned um, there uh, Waldorf. Yeah. So that's um, what uh, like an educational philosophy. philosophy. Yeah. Yes, and actually one of the largest or the largest in the world. Um, right. And it's, um, it was founded in, in Germany um, just over 100 years ago now. Um, but there are schools across the world. Mm. Um, and the philosophy in this country, there's the Steiner Water Schools Fellowship who oversee it. Right. Um, but there are yeah schools all across England. Yeah, and I guess if anyone's interested in learning more about that philosophy and and the yeah. the, the way it works, there's plenty online. Yeah, and just lots Google Steiner Water Schools. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you can have a look. So we've got some kids coming in now. Yeah, yeah. Little ones coming in from outdoors. Can you have a look inside? Let's you want have, have a look inside, inside the yeah. kinder. Yeah. And Patricia's in here, who's our kindergarten lead. And Patricia will just be setting up for the afternoon story for the sure. children. So Patricia, uh, yeah, so you're the kindergarten teacher. Yes, I am. And uh, we try to bring the outside world and the seasons into the kindergarten so the children feel connected to the world around them and they kind of know where, you know, what time of the year it is. So yeah, we, we did a little display with some gnomes. It's quite yeah. magical. It, it, <laughs> like, I'm acorns. noticing fairies and gnomes and these yes. sort of acorns and squirrels. It's, yes. Yeah. Crystals and all the magical creatures appearing here and there. And then did we just bring the, the fruits that we find in the garden. So we have acorns and, uh, well, different types of acorns. These ones are from Roman Romania. Okay. That are colleagues brought last year right. so we always have them there as well lovely so you're getting ready now for them to come indoors are you uh yes yeah, so normally at the end of the day we have like a little puppet story for them or sometimes it's a told story yeah so, nice. so what's on the agenda what's the plan for when they get back in now uh so they'll come they'll get the waterproofs off they get the sleepers on they come downstairs uh, go to the toilet wash their hands and then they grab a seat so i will arrange the chairs like in a theatre, like uh, I can't explain what's half yeah. a circle. <laughs> and, you'll be, and you'll be the storyteller for, for And I'll be for the storyteller. Yeah. And this is a special story because the older children that are in the oldest group... They're five years old? They are five years old, so mm -hmm. they will be setting up the story next week. So they get to watch this week, and then next week they get to move the, set up the story and then move the puppets as I tell the story. So they need to like work on those memory skills and... So there's a so there is um the the different age groups are, are often sort of interacting with each other and and you know yeah. is that is that an important part of what what goes on here? Yeah, yes. absolutely. In kindergarten, it's like a family. So you have them from three until they're six. Yeah. So the older ones have a lot more responsibility within the the kindergarten, don't they? It's a really good dynamic because the little ones are really pushing themselves because they're imitating the older ones that they yeah. want to do what the older ones are doing and then the older ones have a sense of responsibility because they know they have to like help the little ones and also they have more responsibilities in the kindergarten so they help always tidy up the table um uh, yeah they have different responsibilities yeah i can smell baking have you baked in here recently <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so on on tuesdays we ha is the bread day so we have we bake the bread and then they eat it with butter and jam. Ready. So I'm going to make an assumption that what I'm about to say is a, a, a word you don't hear very often. What about things like exams here? Mm. Are, are there exams? <laughs> are, there, are there tests? So very few. 
um, there, are, there is a lot of assessment that goes on behind the scenes. And I think this is, there's a you know, perception that if, if something's this seemingly so free, that there's, you know, there's a lack of that. But actually, the, the rigour behind the scenes in order to make this happen is, is you know, mm. it's huge. Um, so the teachers are constantly um, observing and obsess uh, you know, assessing what the children are learning, and, but they don't do it in a way that the children see it happening. So, so the it doesn't feel intimidating, it doesn't, it doesn't feel, feel pressure. And the children don't feel at a really early age, I'm, I'm good at this and I'm bad at this. You mm. know, they all know that they're giving their best effort and that's what we require of them. Not mm. to be the best at something or not to achieve something that's, you know, we've set as a standard, but yeah. to always give their best effort. Yeah. Um, and that, and then, because the, I think as soon as you start thinking, I'm good at this and I can do this or I can't do this, then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. So we're, we're trying to avoid that, especially in this young age. Mm. Um, but yes, I mean, you know, I went through the education and went into doing GCSEs, um, having never sat an exam, but I didn't feel like whether I failed or succeeded would define me. Mm. I knew that I had all of these other strengths and, you know, that I'd, I'd be fine in the world whether I passed or not. It wasn't the be-all and end-all. Yeah. And because yeah. I went in relaxed, I did, you know, well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and carried that same, same sort of sense of myself and my, in, into when I went on and did A-levels and degree later on. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I think that's also the thing because we value the arts and the crafts alongside maths and, and literacy. That you know, there's a perception that somehow maths and literacy will suffer, but actually that's not the case at all. We no, can they, see yeah. from all of our assessment that you know children yeah. do very well in those subjects, and many go on to be lawyers or architects, all those skills, that yeah, yeah, yeah. professions that are you know held up. In I can see so out at the window, the you know nice big window. Look, I can see all these future lawyers and architects outside, <laughs> or um, gardeners, yeah, or, or gardeners, charity workers. Or, or, that's the thing. Or, that's the beauty. Yeah, or community leaders, yeah. podcasters. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Thanks very much, Patricia. <laughs> Thank you. So, so this is the this is the well, kindergarten garden. The, the kindergarten. So they garden. have their own garden and they have their own vegetable patch. It's huge. Yeah, they were very lucky, and we have a community farm next door. So they actually got to see some lambs being born. Wow. Um, and they have their own vegetable patch where they grow the vegetables. Yeah, so it's this rainbow chard here. Rainbow is that? chard, yeah. they've got courgettes. The end of the summer at the moment, but onions and leeks, and they've had radishes and cabbages. and, and the barrage in that. Yeah, yeah I'm trying, showing yeah. off my knowledge yeah, you're now. Very yeah. good. <laughs> and again, all of that then gets used when they're making their soup on soup day. Wow. So okay. they see things from the beginning. Um, when they're planting their seeds and nurturing them. And so much now of society is about sort of instant gratification. So all of these, you know, having to nurture a seed and watch it grow and wait yeah. until there's a vegetable in front of you helps sort of just counteract that society that we're in now where you want something and you want it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we're looking, so we've got these two little children in front of us and uh, we're sort of a classroom assistant with them. And they're just... Uh, Looking at the flowers, I saw the, the the little boy there looking at the bumblebees floating around, yeah. and now they're off, and they're yeah. they're off to to go and explore another part of the garden. And, yeah. Yeah. Their play is their work, so we're not um, defining what that's going to look like. We're trusting that they will explore and they'll learn, and they do. Yeah. You know, the other day they got all the planks out and made the most amazing climbing frame, and they were measuring and working out how something could become a seesaw. All that learning was taking place. Yeah. But the teachers were just there at the sides to make sure that it was safe. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then they might use some of the older ones to say, oh, you know, do you think that that's sturdy over there? And they'll go over and check. So yeah. again, they're encouraging the learning without stepping in and... and 
and the older ones are learning to how to share how and how to, to teach and how to be leaders. Yeah, and absolutely. That's really important. You yeah. Know. So, dear children, hello. Hi, everyone. This is Ed, who's, who's doing a podcast about the school. Um, and we wondered if there's a few of you who might like to say a little bit. Hands shooting hand in the air. Yeah, wonderful. <laughs> Well, when we come into school, we do our reading and then we do our land care or our, um, our what do you call it, um, farming stuff next door. Um, and then we would have our breakfast here um, and then it's main lesson. And then we have a couple more subjects and then we've got lunch and then we've got the afternoon, which is usually like land care or like handwork and different stuff um and we have the break time and stuff and the oldest class gets their own garden That's which cool. is the most exciting bit i would yeah. say yeah so i'm looking at um a beautiful blackboard here which is a very much a feature of um of, of this school isn't it yeah. um and so and, and it's a beautiful drawing there's a map of india there's some uh, Arabic characters on the wall and, and all sorts. So you learn so back in your lesson? India. Ah. So do you remember some of the things that you were learning today or some of the things you were doing in your main lesson book? Um, we were f finishing or starting our map of India. And what's your favourite bit about that map? I like the Himalayas, but yeah, I like that bit. What's, what's the favourite thing that you learn here? It's pro I really like um, handwork. Um, tell, tell me a little bit about what handwork is. Um, well, we today we made our name tags and um, the teacher read us a story. But usually we do knitting or crochet or something to do with like string and our hands. Nice. And that's your favourite, is it? One of, yeah. One of. So yeah, lots of favourites. Okay. It's been really lovely talking to you all. You're all so well behaved and very polite and I'm very, very impressed. And thank you for letting me come into your classroom and speak to you. I hope you have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> See you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you, Willow class. <laughs> so this is their centre playground, which is like at the heart of our community. And in the middle, there's a huge walnut tree, which is very, um, it, yeah, it feels like the heart of our community. It's, it's all the children love it. So the children are allowed to climb trees with, you know, we take calculated risks. So again, yeah. there's a height limit and the teachers are there, but we feel it's really important that the children are able to. Um, but we also collect the walnuts and we make walnut oil. We use the leaves in the spring for dyeing wool. So the children get to see the sheep in our community farm being shorn. Then yeah. they get to gather the wool, they wash it, they make natural dyes, and then they spin their own wool and then they start knitting. So they see things from the beginning. Um, and also in this playground, all of the things that you'll see. So there's a balance beam that goes the whole way around the playground. Yeah. And then there's also a little hut over there. It just and invites a you house. to play. A little, <laughs> I just sort of stepped up onto <laughs> this yeah, tyre and I just kind it. of almost want to start running around yeah. that balance beam. But yeah, but really the nice. made all of those. So they did that in the maths and measurement main lesson. Right. So they'll have measured all of the beams to make the tree house. They'll measure all of the components they need to make up the cement to put the poles into the ground. Yeah. So all of those things they've made and that's how they've applied their learning. Wonderful. And then the hammocks again are beautiful places for them to read. So again, they love getting a book and reading in yeah. the hammocks. Than... So your kids are new here, are they? Yes, they just started this term. 
So one is in kindergarten. Have you been in there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went in the garden. Yeah, and yeah, it's adorable. Yeah, so she loves it. Um, and then my boy is in, in Silver Birch. Birch. Silver Birch. Yeah. It gets confusing. Yeah. <laughs> They're all, all trees, the which is lovely. Yeah. But um, yeah. I was used to year three, so that is year three. Yeah. Um, but they're absolutely loving it. So we're just now unschooling, you know, like getting rid of all the conditioning that, yeah. that he's had, because he unfortunately was at a mainstream school. Not unfortunately, completely, because he's obviously... But he prefers it him. He's meant to be yeah. there, right? He's made lovely friends there, um, but he is happy here. Yeah, he prefers it. It suits his spirit. We feel like we kind of rescued him at the right time before junior school goes up a notch, doesn't it? It gets more intense. Um, yeah. It's all about 11 plus. That's all they seem to care about is just studying. Yeah, we were, we were talking mm. about that. Yeah. So um, do they get homework? Do they get sent home with spits? Yeah. yeah. They read, so they still get reading, but um, we haven't had any homework, no, which is what we love because I want to be with my kids when they come home, you know, and enjoy their childhood. And at the other school, it was very heavy, homework intensive and... Um, yeah, I found that really stressful and putting that pressure onto the kids. It was like we were making them do it for all the wrong reasons. So, yeah, yeah no, none of that here. Yeah. And so are they coming home each day telling you all about what they've done here? Yeah. And it sounds like things that I would love to learn that I wish I knew. It's like the missed education we didn't get. So thank <laughs> you so much for talking to me. That's OK. Thank you. Lovely. Shall I show you the, yes, the last Yes, let's go and have a look yeah. in the last yeah. building. Yeah, thank oh you. <laughs> really appreciate that. Thank you so much. <laughs> Yeah, so one, one last building to mm, go. Yes, so this is our, our um, lower school again, um, and it's our class one, which so our children start, um, really reflecting the Scandinavian model, where the children start formal education at the age of six. <laughs> um, hello. <laughs> You're getting some heads poking <laughs> over the fence there. And um, so, it's, yeah, from they, this building is our class one, two, three, and then you've just seen class four and five over there. Hello, dear children. This Hello, everybody. Is Ed, who's come to do a podcast. Um, and the children here are learning to knit and to card wool and to spin wool. Um, yeah. And then the children at the back of uh, reading for the end of the day in their cosy corner. So again, I love the cosy corner. Yeah. Rugs yeah. and cushions and a drape above them, so it's like a little camp that they can sit in. Yeah. And what are you doing there, Wilfred? Can you tell us what you're doing? Marlowe's holding a blue bit here, yeah. and both of us different ways, and they put it both together to make that, Great. which made it... Um, it's like a cord, isn't it? You've made yeah. your own cord, yeah. but differently with the colours of your choice. Oh, That's really cool, I like that. Did you choose the colours yourself? Yes. Are they well, your favourite colours? No, just my friend um, had the same colours, so I chose these colours. Nice. 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 Hi there. Tell me about what you're doing. <laughs> get get the big rubber band off your head first, yeah. So I'm just making leaves from the paper. Is it leaf rubbing? Have wow. you got the leaves underneath? So did you pick that? Did you went you went and found that leaf yourself? Did you? Uh, no, Beth did. Ah, oh, Beth found the leaf, <laughs> a pretty one. And we've been nice. yeah doing some leaf rubbing. Nice. And what's your name? Anasuya. Anasuya. Nice to meet you. And what are you doing at the moment? You twisting as well? Yeah, I'm twisting. Wonderful. Yeah, making some Wonderful. more twist cords. Nice. And there's another beautiful blackboard with a sort of woodland scene. I mean, it's the yeah, the quality of the the, the blackboard drawings have kind of blown me away a little bit. They're yeah. 
as good as you'd expect to see in any kind of published children's <laughs> story, aren't they? And well, we so. want to inspire the children to be artists. So yeah. the class teachers all do their own drawings, but they work hard at learning to draw. Yeah. And actually, you know, giving the, the teachers and the children the best artistic, the highest quality tools means that it actually is far easier than it looks. Yeah. Um, because again, we treat the children, we respect their work as artists. Yeah. Um, so they get beautiful, natural beeswax crayons to draw with. They get, you know, beautiful wool, all natural again, so that they they can really create the best work yeah. possible. And just like the, 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 there's a, a young lady just sort of completely chilled out, absorbed into a book. Yeah. I won't, but I won't, I won't interfere with that. Cause she looks like she's in a magical <laughs> world. Snuggled up in yeah. her blankets on her cushions in, yeah. in that world. Beautiful. Yeah. So this is this is. Awesome. Uh, Alder class, so as yeah. we said earlier, all the children, all the classes are named after a tree. Yeah. Um, and then they have that connection too. They might study the mythology of that tree and find the tree that's on the site yeah. with that. Yeah. Um, and then this is our class three, our class two, three. Um, yeah. And again, the, the, the desks aren't necessarily in rows. They can be moved all over. So sometimes they form a circle. Sometimes like here, they're in an arc. Yeah. Um, and this, yeah, this year they learn a lot about um, humans and animals. This is a very green room. Yeah, yeah. This, I'm seeing, so, I'm getting this sort of real sort of yeah. ecology vibe yeah. from, from in here. There's, you know, we've got house plants and plants on the ceiling. Yes. Flowers picked from the garden. Yeah. The board says 19th of September, light, air, water, soil, plants, sun, moon, stars, fish and birds, animals, insects and people. Yeah. So this is, you know, very much a sort of ecosystem. Yes. It's kind of uh, a yeah. lesson there, yes. it seems, yeah. And this is a year, so the teachers have studied a lot about child development from a Waldorf perspective. And this, when they're starting to get to eight or nine, they're starting to, we call it the Rubicon, where they're starting to understand that the world has good and bad, but also things in between, the complexity of, of that, and that your parents aren't always right. Mm, um, mm, and also that mm. people, you know, life parents will live and eventually die and there's all of that insecurity can start to creep in mm. so it's a year where we teach them building they make the structures we saw on the playground their own houses they might sew their own clothes they learn to cook they learn to do all of these things that help us to survive in the world yeah. and we would never talk about why but yeah. that's for us to know but at the end of it you know they're through that time when they're feeling vulnerable we're giving them skills to think i'm okay on my own in the world and yeah. i can i can be here um, and it really meets, it, or the education in every year really meets them where they're at developmentally so that they feel really safe in the world. Super. We don't have textbooks, so the children make their own books. So again, they have, you know, they, they get taught something one day and we don't ask them to work with it straight away. We let them sleep on it and then we recall it the next day. And then they'll often write about it or draw about it in their own books and they treasure these. Yeah, I still have mine from when I was a child because really, you yeah. put your best effort into them and you're really proud of those. Yeah, that's wonderful. Those books. That's wonderful. Yeah. Thank you so much yeah, for your tour. No, it's been it's been a, a beautiful really experience. Really I've really enjoyed it. Um, and uh, yeah, the 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 energy and the, um, the 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 good vibes that comes from this place is is palpable. So yeah, it's been um, it's been beautiful. Well, thank you very good. much, Beth. No, not at all. Thank you.